0: Amen. It is important. I can tell you for free. If you learn to get from God, you will never beg anywhere. The lie is there is somebody out there who will be kind to you. But I can tell you free of charge. Wealth is a kingdom and a power. And unless somebody with a greater power and from a higher kingdom comes, you will never access it. You will never. And you will live from struggle to struggle. Because unless somebody with a higher power and from a higher kingdom comes, you will always live hoping for generosity, kindness, pity, and, 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 and you will never see the power that, that you possess. Amen. Amen. And, and that is, that is uh, what I want to, to speak about and, and continue in the spirit of righteousness. And uh, I'm in the book of Matthew, and we'll read some of the things we read last week. The message I'm about to, it's not a message. Uh, it's a truth that this one, th- the Holy Spirit preached to me in my sleep he literally was the the entire friday into saturday morning he preached it since you love sensations yeah. if i just tell you this is a word from god you since you love he literally wrote it in the scribes of my mind so that is to tell you if you are attentive your life is about to change for good yeah. hello if you are attentive but if you are a slave it will just be another salmon then you go out eat chips samosa and giggle about girls and meet you on Sunday again say by the way it was powerful so so this this is a a spiritual juggernaut that has been uh, brought to us Matthew chapter 3 Amen. Matthew chapter 3. Where is Matthew? Is that good? From verse 13 to chapter 4, verse 1. says, then Jesus from Galilee, uh, then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him saying, I need to be baptized by you and you are coming to me. But Jesus answered and said, permit it to be so for now. For thus it is fitting to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. Okay. You see, and I'll say this: righteousness is a bequeathing of might. Yeah. John says when John is speaking of Jesus, he's saying that, uh, verse eleven, John three eleven, he says that I need. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than me. So, to be made righteous is to be made mightier than yourself. Hello? And how does one become mightier than himself? he says he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So that is to tell you that the coming of the Holy Spirit was for the bathing of the mighty ones. Come on. uh-huh. You cannot stay in one house ten years... 15 years. Everything about you is always about Mema Memo Mema Memoma Memomo Memomo Rabalia Memomo. I like antiques, I love antiques, I keep <laughs> my things. You can be addicted to prison life. Once the first day is always hard, then you get used because you start getting favors from wardens and other prisoners. So the Holy Spirit coming, so the purpose of righteousness was to make us to begin and to usher in the coming and the leading of the Holy Spirit upon our lives. Now, you are where you are based on how you have allowed the Holy Spirit to lead you. You are not where you are because of the devil. You are where you are because of how you have allowed the Holy Spirit to lead you. There is no prisons, only mindsets. Am I talking to somebody here now? Because, because uh, I keep a very, very tight leap on the things God speaks to me at a personal level because some of those things they are very very raw and very very liberating okay now when 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 we when we look at John He's saying, by the position of righteousness, I am baptizing the mightier one. And he's trying to say, now, when the Holy Spirit comes, the purpose of righteousness is so that the mighty ones will be born out of this action. Now, uh, we, we, we start reading. So, whenever we hear that word, might, this is, this is mental fortitude and capability. The Holy Spirit is a giver of competences. Let me tell you, you are struggling because you are incompetent. Okay. Moses cried to God and said, Oh God, let me not see my wretchedness. In other words, let me not see my incompetence. Let me die. And God said, I will take my spirit that is upon you and put it upon 70 others. Okay. Come on. So... A frustrated spirit or a suffocated spirit is what makes people struggle all through their lives, and I'm going somewhere, okay? So, so when you see uh, people in one form for long, they can't break a habit. They can't break a thought. They can't break an emotion. They can't break a ceiling. It is a sign. There is a spirit that is controlling without them knowing. And yet, there is also a yielding to the spirit they have refused. Uh They love the melancholy. They love the drama. They love the free lunch. They love the attention. They have refused to yield to the spirit because... uh, uh, he says I'm not worthy, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. G- when, 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 when Paul is writing in First Corinthians chapter number two, he says that nobody knows the things of a person except the spirit of a person. Am I? So he says that a person is his spirit, and his spirit is what makes a person, right? And he says, nobody can know the things of a person unless the spirit of a person. So that is to tell us the overemphasis on soul, which I'm going to talk about in a few minutes. Because I told you, this one, it was written in my head. I don't even need to while I'm sleeping. I know you while you're sleeping, what is happening to you. But while I'm sleeping, everything. And many of us will not even be able to receive it in a sermon. Because this was not even a sermon. This was a call to an operation system. Yeah? So, there it is. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him? So, even now, no one knows the things that are of God except the spirit of God. So, Christ cannot be saying, John cannot be saying, the one who is coming is mightier than me. What is making him mightier is because of the spirit and the fire within him. Ama. The reason why he is mightier is because of the spirit and the fire within him. Okay? So even for you, what is making you weaker is because of the spirit and the fire. You have a fire for weak things. Hello? What is making you poor? Is he a fire for things that make people poor? Success is governed by principles, and principles are not partial. You can't practice the principle if, if you've ever touched fire and it burnt you. So you cannot say, I'm doing the principle and it's not working. You are not doing the principle. You are faking the principle. You are not doing, it, unless you're telling me God is a liar, and I've tried God, and I've tried you, and I've seen, he cannot lie. So what is making him mightier is the spirit and the fire within him. So if you can also take the spirit and the fire within him, then the mightier things, because when you get to the book of Mark chapter number 6, verse number 1, the Bible says, and he could not do mighty things there. So that nature of might became a characteristic of him wherever he was. And he says, because of unbelief, and an unbelief that is born out of what? Honor. So he's trying to say that for you to walk in this spirit of might, you cannot walk in unbelief. And the reason why you walk in unbelief is because you carry the spirit of dishonor. Come on. Come on. This is feeder information. This is not what he said to me. This is just feeder information. He could not do no mighty work except he laid hands on there and he marveled because of their unbelief. Am I talking to somebody here? So it is important for you to ask yourself the important question My mountains are coming from my heart, not from life. Because when God is talking about mountains, he's talking more about the heart. Uh, the problems of your life are just an indication of the type of heart you have. Not the type of country you live in, not the type of boyfriend you live in. Not, it's the type of heart you have. I, come on. But, but, but when you learn the principles of honor, automatically you will learn how to break the cycle, and the the foundation of unbelief. Because this unbelief, then when he goes ahead, he says, the prophet has no honor. So, he says, another word for unbelief, is dishonor. He was surprised at the dishonor. Now, when it comes, because you dishonor the Holy Spirit, you can't do mighty things with your life. You think you're very smart. You think you, because how we have packaged... Yet his competencies are higher than your natural mind. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? So, so, so this, this, goes, this goes to show you that the failures of a church are the failures of the life of the believers, not the preacher. And so I, I just want to take a journey in teaching about, I've never taught about the Holy Spirit because I would not want to get you to a place of judgment. Unbelief is a sign that the Holy Spirit is not leading. Logic is leading. Am I going somewhere with this? Yes. Yes. So, so, so Jesus is speaking here, and he says, now, when John baptizes him, the Bible says, immediately the heavens opened, and the Spirit of God came upon him as a dove. Hello? Right? And the Spirit of God came upon him as a dove. And the moment the Spirit of God came upon him as a dove, suddenly a voice came from heaven. Now, you have to know this. God does not speak to you so that you go speak to people. When God speaks to you, you become what he said. Now, the purpose of the spirit coming upon you, and that is where we want to get to, is so that now where you speak, the spirit can materialize. So the success of a preacher or the success of a person is carried on how they are able to speak and things come to pass. We are the only people on earth that Jesus says whatsoever you say to this mountain. We are the only people that have been equipped to say and things come to pass. But because you've been more on that Ted Henderson stories, you've learned your personality. You've never learned the personality of the Holy Spirit. So when God says, I am well pleased, is that I am well, I am, I am delighted to, see, to do whatever He asks of me. I am well pleased, is not that, oh, look at how my child is playing. He's so nice, he's playing so well. No, I am well pleased that even if you kick a ball that way, there'll be a goalpost there. I'll put a goalpost there. God being pleased with this, not, oh, look at my boy. You see how good he is? Look at how he plays football. Look at, that's not, that's you, you wicked one. When God says this is my beloved son, that is to tell you wherever you are, where you speak, I will materialize what you speak there. So the Holy Spirit now was given to make us co-creators with God. Come Come on. I know this sounds hard because you've been living so long in your soul realm in that poverty sickly realm I'm poor I'm weak and then you say what is life poor, tough, weak that's not life that's bondage that's not life weak can be changed with the right spirit poor can be changed with the right spirit Tough can be changed with the right spirit. I, I, but you have so much lived under that control, and so we get to Matthew chapter 4. Now, Jesus has been called a beloved son, automatically, the spirit leads him. Hello, then Jesus was led up by the spirit. That is the first training Jesus had to go through. So the purpose of him taken to the wilderness was not, every time I want to do something, the devil fights me. No, no, no. The first training that God gives you is a training of choosing, will you be led by the spirit or led by your senses? That is the, that is the test that Eve failed and you are failing or you are succeeding because you've never been led by by the spirit first of all you've never even known you have a spirit you know some of you think your spirit is the size of your body so what size do you think Carol's spirit is at two feet <laughs> so you see you see somebody very big you think he has at goliath has a big spirit david has a small spirit no David was a small boy. Goliath was a tall person. But David's spirit was bigger than Goliath's spirit. So this is not the come here. At least you look elegant. We can go for lunch. This is not her spirit size. Prophet, can we disturb your majestic action? So this is not the size that is Sasa, this is the size of our spirits. This is the size of our bodies. Your spirit is the size of God because your spirit never came from your body. Your spirit came from God. So, Caro is the size of God and Caro is also this size. But because she has lived so long this size, if you tell her, Caro, so how tall are you? I'm five foot. Are you five? Okay. Five foot, yeah, I'm five foot. Today. But this is not her size. This is the size that God has put herself in. But now it is upon Karo to ask, which size will lead me? Come on. Come on. Huh? So the training of the wilderness, and that is why somebody here, you, you lose a job. Ten years later, just before Kibaki retired, I lost my job. Things changed. I've never known Three males in my life. I don't know nilifanya nini. Says okay to kucha Really, things have changed. Wildernesses are spiritual training places. You don't live a wilderness by strategy. You live a wilderness by what spirit leads you. You go there, you get a bunch of jumpers. You go there, you get a bunch of quitters. You go there, you get a bunch of uh, murmurers and complainers. You're going to stay there 40 years, and you're going to be wondering, oh, he country I wish I was not, I wish I was not. Every one of us, we have received a spirit that can make us mighty, but we have now the spirit, we've taken away the fire. So even when he's trying to tell you, do this, you are feeling, Thank you, uh, God kind. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? Yes. He went there to be tempted by the devil because he knows very well that there is a, there is a path you have to take. Hello? Hello. And, and the last thing, when you get to the last temptation, now Jesus comes out and says, and Jesus came and said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because Luke 4, 18. Because he has anointed me. So everything began when Jesus recognized there is a spirit upon me. Not education. There is a spirit upon me. So I can never be sick. I can never be broken. I can never be defeated. When he recognized that the spirit upon him now became greater than his age. Now became greater than his personality. Now became greater than his education. huh? Am I talking to somebody? He got to chapter 18 and he said, Now, from now on, there is a spirit upon me. Uh And now because of that, he knew very well, I can tell you, throw your net on the right side. And whether there is fish or no fish, there is a spirit upon me. Not upon the lake, not upon the economy, the spirit upon me. That is what makes a difference. Come on. Hello. Hello. And that is why I don't understand the drama with Christians because everybody's in the wilderness but people are breaking out of the wilderness breaking out of the wilderness and some of us we are taking ourselves back in there because oh my friends, my mom, my aunt, my sister, so we are trying to leave the wilderness and taking ourselves back and you will never know the power that you possess until you start allowing the spirit to lead you eh? hello He says, this spirit is upon me because he has anointed me. I can never be poor. Why? There's a spirit upon me. He says, there's a spirit upon me. I can never be broken hearted. Anytime when my heart is broken, there is self-healing mechanism. So I don't need to love you defensively at just in case I don't hurt. Guess what? I love people even when I know they will betray me. They will turn on me. They will want to be bigger than me. And it doesn't bother me because it is not their loyalty that is upon me. There is a spirit upon me. I, I, people have woken up and walked out. But there is a spirit upon me. That is the spirit that makes you even in a broken state. I don't lose my mind. I don't have a blanket I don't do those things because there is a spirit upon me. And that spirit I make sure that it stays on fire. Can these things, these things you will never see them in my life. He says, This spirit upon me will make sure I can never be a captive. I can move houses, but I've not become a captive. I can never be a captive because there is a spirit upon me, I can never be oppressed. He says these things are spiritual states. These are not life conditions. I don't know why things keep happening to me. There is a spirit upon me now. When you face life without the spirit upon you, how now when you're talking about a wilderness, these are the characteristics of a wilderness. To break one, in your isn't mama manifesto to nauziwa naamoriyo kumagari. Nitawa pea, nitafanya wakenya wenzangu nitafanya, it doesn't matter we, now if they don't do it does that mean I will never be rich because you never did it yunguvu utatoa ya kufanya sinaza jifanyia we utatoa wapi nguvu nape, we utatoa wapi nguvu Apa, nitawaletea huko penye unenda kutoa unilete nda A ah, we kuenda huko we kuenda huko huko penye huko kuna mali utatoa ndo uniletea Na kama uneza toa unilete, siniende tu. Simbinguni. This is, oh, what are we doing? We are doing siju ya la baston. We are going lonely field trip. We want to forget our mothers who died. Today we are kicking pain. So mechora balloon. Ukachora tears. We are kicking the balloon. Jinga. Jinga. And I'm not against anybody's program, but truth be told, I have seen people one time somebody said, Oh, you know, I've gone through a broken uh, and they said I've paid for a program. How much seventy-five thousand? I thought, what for a p- what for? and you can tell a pastor we are struggling to pay rent of ten thousand and you have got seventy-five thousand to, to do we're kicking pain. That's a Uyu. We <laughs> 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 are trying to free our spirits. Ati, these are the things that we do. And then you start five years later. Unambua, there is now stage two. One ten thousand. No, mezi memorize. Oh, I will not be in on Sunday passy. There's a program in our group that we do. And I'm telling you free of charge, you cannot be able to change, to break one. Okay, you have broken out the broken heart. You think you are done, the next one. So a wilderness is made up of these things. Now you need vision. Vision school. I have a vision board here, and in the vision board, number one, you have to write your five-year plan. In your five-year plan, you've got to break it down into six months, one year, two years, and three years. Now, if, if your plan is in six months, you'd like to do this, then you have to apportion some resources, and okay, guys, it's tea break. Now, that's another 200,000. At that time, kula dengu, you are mean, you are poor, you are bro- To break one by the time you now get vision. Yet, there is a spirit that can provide all of that. But because you think you are very clever, you want to beat them. Me, I'm okay. Sweating is part of my job. Ama unapele anga football as fear hivi. Mariga. My, my, oh, my <laughs> the truth of the matter and we who are supposed to carry the spirit so that broken hearted people can come to us and take from the spirit upon us and receive we are also at the clinic with them oh, so you what happened imagine I discovered token number 436 <laughs> Suddenly, Next, we who are supposed to carry, we who are supposed to be the healers of the world are crying like the world. We were supposed to, and that's why when you call them, they can't come. They would rather go for Tusker safari service. And I don't blame them. If I was not a pastor, I would be there. Not to drink, but for truth be told, this is the most enslaving place you can ever be everybody is crying about everything yeah. my husband came home at 9 yeah. my wife does not cook tea dali yabaka zangapi so when the how do you know the wife is angry unaamka kupatia chai how do you know the husband is angry ana kujaza tatatu mnachezeza mabrikisho brickisho brickisho banture and your children are growing up seeing two grown-ups playing childish games and when somebody tells you you are childish you say you are not sensitive you are childish yes, and the two of you should get away from one another because the children you are going to bring into this world yes. who are you? you are 40 what's so big about your birthday? nothing nothing Absolutely nothing. But I love it. Then pay for it. It can't be important to you and I'm the one facilitating it. (laughs) Buy your cake, buy your food, buy your nini. If it's important, facilitate it. Oh, you're insensitive, yes. And how has sensitive helped you? and the amount of money we spend on vanities. And the same same people we are trying to get cakes for and dresses for and perfumes for and suits for and shoes for try come with a business idea that now umepata idea you want to put a Cherokee. Do you know what is a Cherokee? You come with your idea, that's the time you will know you are a fool. Ati sasa nimeona tunezee ma Cherokee. Unajua tujaipata kuna market ya macherokee. Hey, babe, in this economy, you can't be trying new new things. Hey, babe. <laughs> and we traumatize our total. They're even afraid of marriage. Every married person is a mama. What is <laughs> Michael <laughs> Bolton. At least I It makes sense. I'm a you. I'm a wanapendana wanaachana kila siku at 19 na ball na mzoeto yudimba the child at 19 ohio so اكو six children seven fathers so out of this one of these fathers is juangini nani so i want to assume of the seven one of them kills a every person you date you have a baby for their generation you generation energy ta z you know liberty to set at liberty those who are oppressed do you know how hard it is to break out. When Jesus was going into the wilderness, these are the things that he was breaking in himself. By the time Judas is betraying him, okay, Mama Judas na wiledi baku trust nama ganch. Judas sinuwa last week ni lukutumoku iyo kwele hawa ni Ma drama. That's why many of us, do you know why you are struggling in relationships? We are defensive lovers. The, the fact that you're protecting yourself from being hurt, you are hurting other people. Yeah. The fact that you're protecting yourself, I don't want to lose money, I don't want to lose this. Should it not work? Should it not need it? Because you're going to she should you, should you, should it, should it, should it. Then you come up with, it takes two to tango. Where tango peke ako? I don't even like it. That's jitango tango, ningi. Tango, tango is who. So that is where the fight comes to. Which system is leading? And the spirit of righteousness. Okay, let me say some things in your... When I say I was... It was written in my head, it was written... Are we together? Are we together? Are we together? Now I'm ready. Is that okay? At the beginning, Genesis chapter 1 verse 27, Genesis chapter 2 verse 1 to 6, I ask a question and this is why. I'm very strong about men because in Genesis chapter number 1, we say God made man at who is a man, a provider. So who was Adam providing for before Eve came? These are the questions that led me to ask: Where do snakes get poison from? Because who was Adam providing for? Okay, who was Adam protecting? Isi makazi Who was Adam protecting? Miss Kukachi, grenade. You date people who have grenades. Sorry, explode. I'm not catching. I'm not catching grenades for you. I have kids, and they cannot wake up to hear that their father died of nonsense. That what killed our father? He got involved in a fight three master. Black belt. Never. Well, I'm not catching grenades for you. Yeah. OK, who was he providing for? Because we have to get things from the beginning. Who was he providing for? Who was he protecting? Who was he a priest to? All these things you have given somebody as responsibilities. Who was he protecting for? Ama? Ama aje. It creates an overwhelming Men feel overwhelmed because, you see, when you start dating a man as a woman, oh, baby, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, baby, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. And then you make the mistake. You go, buy some few cows, get some few goats, call a few friends, you go to their place, you pluck her, and bring her home. Seven years down the line, you say, you're good for nothing. I don't know what I saw because you got lost. Because who was he? doing those things for. So if a woman is never married, she will never have protection. She will never have provision. She will never have a priest. Eh? All the unmarried women, they are provi- because there is no provision, no protection, there is nothing. We are not going it. not it. We are going to going to going to You can't, boo-boo, boo Actually, leave me, because I'm not good enough. You are obstructing my vision. If my vision works, there will be more of you. But if I fail in my vision, there will be none of you. So I would rather fulfill my vision and there will be more of you. You know how many times you look at young men going down the grave? Pastor, I'm trying to And while, 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 while I'm going down the grave, man he's comforting my wife. We I'm be with you. is comforting my wife we will be with you. <laughs> You are dying for nothing. It's because we have lost our first identity. And that is why God has brought me back. For you. Hello? So, what did God do? He had to create a man. So, a man never existed. Ama. and then he created him in his own image right but if you get to chapter 26 because god does not create before he defines he first defines then he creates he doesn't create then anoliza it's not like you at you go that you date His purpose is very clear. Before I create, first of all, I have to have some introspection. What is this thing I'm creating coming to do? Hello? So in 26, 126, he puts the purpose. Genesis 126. He puts the purpose there. And in his purpose, he says this let us make man in our own image and after our own likeness, and let them have dominion. Yeah? Let them have dominion over the fish, the birds, the nini, the nini. Let them have dominion, right? And then now he begins to create after he has defined the purpose of what he's creating. Huh? Now, 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 now. As a man, you need a woman to help you have dominion over birds, over cattle, over the earth. See shopping, you need to have dominion over these things. There was no job for provision. I have not seen, let the man provide for the woman. Remember, his work is clear because the likeness of God dominates. Are we together? I say the likeness of God dominates. And the reason why it must dominate is that it cannot multiply without dominating. Okay, and and so uh, he begins to say in verse twenty-seven, "Let us make man in our own image." Now, verse twenty, chapter two, verse six, it says, "And God now breathed in man the breath of life." So we can see the dominion of God is carried in His breath. Ama. Genesis chapter 2, verse 6 The dominion of God is carried in his breath. And what we call the breath of God is the Spirit of God. So you cannot have dominion on the earth without the reign of the Spirit of God in your life. So when man sinned, the order changed. And now man, the breath of life, that is the breath that makes life. Hello? So, dominion now becomes something that is carried in the breath of God. And when Jesus, we look at the book of John and the Bible says that Jesus breathed on them and he said, Receive the Holy Spirit. So, what we see here is that from the dust of the ground, when the spirit, when the breath of life is breathed, a man becomes. Okay? Are we going somewhere? So, we see from beginning, from beginning. Now Dominion, yosi Dominion? You Toto. Yeah? Dominion is carrying the image and the likeness of God. It is bringing the image and the likeness of God everywhere you are. It is turning everybody around you into the image and likeness of God. It is pushing everything around you to the image and likeness of God. It is bringing everything to the image and likeness of God, to the image and order of God. That is what dominion is all about. It's not oh my God, you forgot you forgot you forgot. Yes, we will forget. You're not Nelson Mandela. We were taught to remember important people like Said Said Said. We are taught to remember him. Do you know who Said 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 is? We are taught to remember important people. But I'm important in your life, then do something I can remember. I, So, dominion is now you being in the place that now, instead of God coming there, you being there, his image and likeness will be seen from there. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Instead of you him being there, you being there, his image and likeness will be seen. And how will his image and likeness be seen if the spirit that brings the image and the likeness of God... To the forefront is suppressed. It can never happen. Come on. And now we see when man broke away from the breath of life, that now the breath of life instead of leading him, knowledge of good and evil started leading him. Now man started becoming naked, started becoming in pain. Because when you change orders, When you change, when when you now stop feeding from the spirit of life, you start feeding from the soul of your life, you change orders. Now you start living in shame, in struggle, in stress, in strain, in murmuring and complaining, and you start losing an important thing. So we see that the spirit of God is the one who brings us into dominion and dominion is reflecting the image and the likeness of God. Show me the people you have loved if they become more in the image and likeness of God. Don't say, you know, but I love God. And what is that pot doing in your pocket? What is that bottle of James Sun doing in your house? Why, why, why are those things? Show me the people that have come around you and how they have begin, begun to operationalize their image and their likeness of God. Amma, they are dominated by cattle. They are dominated. Everything dominates them. I. Aye. Aye. Are we together? So we as men, our job is not to protect the woman; is to protect the image and likeness of God on the earth. That's your job. That's your job. Now Oh, ah, oh bishop, oh mammy, oh uncle. Hey, hey, Because you have forgotten your primary job is to protect the image and the likeness of God. That's your job as a man. Everything God gives you should be able to reflect that first of all, I'm not here to protect you. I'm here to protect the image and the likeness of God. Wow. If men thought like this would be visionaries. Because now the spirit of dominion would be operating through them. Eh? I've noticed in this church, I can tell you for free, women women respond faster to spiritual things than men because men have been bullied into being turned... So by the time God speaks to them, they go through the anxiety of how will I provide? How will I protect? How will I broker? How will I priest? How will I do this? And they begin to feel overwhelmed in carrying a divine instruction. Eh? Hello? Hello. But your primary job is God did not make images. He only made one Adam. And out of that Adam, he expected that Adam will make sure, and that is what God says about... uh, Abraham, I think in Genesis 18, he says, and Abraham shall teach his children the order. That is your job. That is your job. The order of God, the image and the likeness, and that is what dominion is all about. Now, if a man does not have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, I don't care what he knows, he can never bring anybody to glory. And many men who come to church, and the women who come to church, women come for a spiritual lifting. Men come waiting for And that is why after the service, the man has a week of dates. The woman has a week of mission, assignment, because while they're listening, they're listening to me because they feel, this someone will bring me to the image and likeness of God. And the image and likeness of God is what destroys poverty, is what destroys sickness, is what destroys weakness, is what destroys oppression. And because I don't want to be oppressed, I will date you on Monday, but I want to make sure, should you ever become stupid like you are, that's just I don't know. I will not fragment. So I will keep coming with you, but I am not with you. At some point I will begin to tell you, by the way, It's not you, it's me. I I am too advanced for you. You don't have competencies. For I have known him in order that he may command. That's your job. So I tell men, don't date women you can't lead. Don't date people you can't bring them to order. So what do I do? Dump them. Dump them. How do you dump them? Say, it's over. Did you just criticize my pastor? That is the seed I've been looking for. You are Jezebelic. It's over. Hata pata kengine kama mimi. Are you sure? Are you sure? Where, where, where I am going, there are more like you. Now it is even in color and races. Order, that is God says, I have just known Muniu so that he may teach order. So when I see men wobbly, wobbly, giggly, giggly, I, I get nothing frustrates me because I know in the future we will have more problems. We will need more prisons because they are not going to build enough prisons for the amount of men who have never discovered their image in God. Eh. Why? Because men don't think the Holy Spirit is important to them. If I called here, by the way, Kesho, kutakuwa na seminar, let's go meet A, B, C, D. None, no man would be late. But to come and worship on Sunday at 7.30, a woman can be late for church, not a man. A woman can live without fasting, not a man. A woman can live because a woman can find a God-fearing, strong man na Jinga. Eh? You think if I dated your sister, kusumbua vilewa zumbua? Oh. Atapinga pasi straight. Makutashanga. shanga. By my sister used to be opinionated. What happened to her? Eh, she met a man. An image of God. An image and a likeness of God. Akenda kwangia physics, tuko apu. Philosophy, tuko apu. Aki quote cancellar wake the counselor quotes me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you cannot I'm um, at your at yasubui, at if you can watch soccer for 90 minutes, now you've never listened to a sermon, a message, as a man, you are playing with fire. Yeah. That is why Kademka yeah. hi, are you free? Yes, what's up? He will command order from his household and he will bring them to righteousness. Are you free? Yes, 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 yes. He meeting. don't Open again the book of Proverbs. In 20. The next thing come on guys. Come on guys. Come on guys. This, what I'm going to tell you, he taught me by himself. And I think he taught me for the purpose of somebody who is about to change the seasons of his life. If I never loved God, I would not be here. Everything is working in my life based on my love for God. Yeah? Why does everything work for you? Check your love for God. You love money, women, profit, politics. You love many things plus God and church. Actually, you love church more than God. I love God. And that's why I never cling on to anything. I. And so, that love is the working factor for everything in your life. I, so, can we talk? Have I bored you enough? Have I bored you enough? So, Acts chapter number three, because dominion is an inner spirit. It's a spiritual thing. Dominion is not a position in the church. Dominion is not a position of a woman. Weka line. You only waste time. Yungvuyote, ungeweka cattle on in line, unge kwaam dossi. Yunggufu domi dominate mangombe. You can be richer, you can sell two cows for fifty thousand. Uwaka in line kwa nyuba kula dengu. If she wants to fight the letter fight. mm Oh, kumbo na juangia. Why should we waste our compass na mtu namtuana juangia? There is that man you are dating in your head, and let me dominate cattle. Eh? If you take your wife for sale, who will buy her? Nobody, niwe tu? Amo nafikiri ya tuta mbae Sisi tuta muinherit, tuta semalikuwa bibi ya beshte yetu teseka achatukae But if you take your 50 cattle for sale Do you know how many times you are rich? Now your energy munapigala po kwa nyumba Babe, babe, mwenye maziana munapita na hivi kama watu wa uda na hazimio I've never quarreled with a woman, ever. And I can never, I don't even know how to quarrel. Once you show, you know, psh, I back off. And I go doing my own things. Cattle, creeping things, bedellium, oryx. Never once, never once. I have a place to exert my image. Because the cattle will recognize the image of God. I hope you as we'll also record. I hope as you you are dominating. Si Tukufura, alafu. Mandazi. I hope as umefura, you are dominating on that side. Don't come and eat our cattle. That is oh, you know, you know. nini sasa. Never once argued. Argue How? How do you start? How do you even start? I said, do this. No, I won't. I just go and do it. Acts chapter 3. Look at the spirit of dominion. Because righteousness was to make us carry a spirit. And the spirit is the ability to do mighty works. And, and, and the mighty one is developing mighty ones. Acts chapter 3. Now it came to pass at the hour of prayer, together at the hour, in the ninth hour, verse 2, says, and a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried... Whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple. Verse 3 says, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked for alms. Look at what Peter said. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. Look at the next verse. So he gave attention expecting to receive something from them. Verse 6, then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Now, check this out. It was not the name of Jesus alone that made him walk. It was what he had. It was such as I have. Not what Jesus has. Such as I have in the name of Jesus. I It was not the name of Jesus alone. In Jesus' name, rise up and walk. And that's why many of you I don't like... I've seen how long it takes you to pray for a miracle. So if I'm depending on your prayer to get things done, I will be in trouble for the rest of my life. It is such as I have, I give unto you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. So the name of Jesus, the things of God work in relation to his deposit and his nature that you have developed in you. Okay. Come on. Come on. If you spend as much energy developing the nature of God in you, then you're looking for silver and gold. You will be surprised. Silver and gold will not have anything on you. Because what is of God can command silver and gold. But silver and gold cannot command God. Come on, somebody. Come on. Peter didn't say a prayer. sasa atituwe ingia, ati, this man is lame, asking for money from us. Baba natangaza ya kwamba. Neno He didn't quote a verse. He didn't quote a scripture. He, he didn't quote, which quote is there? Which verse is that? Which verse says silver and gold have I none? He quoted himself when Elijah did not want it to rain, he quoted himself. He said, it shall not rain until I say so. 1 Kings 17:1. He quoted himself. It shall not rain until I say so. He quoted himself. Where was Elijah quoting? The Bible says, the Lord shall withhold the rain. The Lord, the Lord he quoted himself because he has developed the nature of God in him. I look, as the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be rain these years except at but you miserable people, miserable Christians, powerful in church, weak at home, weak in the office, uh, you're weak everywhere. I'll show you something because, because we leak the important, and we are left with the insignificant. I'll tell you something. Do you know why many businesses don't do well? And why many believers don't do well? Bullying. Now, last week, oh, Josh, is it the sermon or me? I hope you are standing because of the sermon. Because I'm not going to shorten it because you are standing. You can tell Bibi Mchungaji to send a message and tell you to sit down because if you want to stand for the sermon, you are in for a long ride. I understand why because it doesn't make sense. The Bible says in the book of Genesis, chapter number 6, I believe, that Noah found grace in the sight of God. How can a man be with grace and cannot persuade people? That's what and and because this is something that God was teaching me about why many visions struggle and why many visionaries struggle and why many businesses struggle you see when you tell me God is teaching you something you better come up with something that is scientific philosophic psychologic sociologic alcoholically viable Because people come up with, the the Lord has been leading me. I saw a womb and a comb walking together. And the comb entered the womb and a child came out with the hair. Hey, you are seeing a a guard that you are taken when you are six months old. You are healing trauma. (laughs) What is that? How can you find grace with God and only eight people are responding to your vision? that the only people who can respond are animals. And I learned, actually I learned from Noah, <laughs> if you're not finding favor with you, you just go for the animals. <laughs> Noah, after he built, he didn't struggle. He actually had to do census. Please two, two by two. Because he comes out, because why are you struggling? I don't argue. I never argue without, you get 5K. It's okay. He just went to the, when he left the human church, he went to the animal church. Even kono-kono akakujana mademzake. Akambwa, sasa, how do you people pro, procreate? Ile dudu manyoya, inetwa nini, akolizwa, so, uh, no, mtaweza. You unclean ones too. You clean ones, you can come Seven. And, And God showed me, and this is why churches are not growing. Businesses are not growing, especially we who claim to be people of grace. And if you will listen to me, you see, many of you have never known that I'm a spiritual father. Who is lying to you that I'm your neighborhood friend? In verse number two, the Bible gives us, the Bible says, And in that time, men became austere or bullies. Many people who carry grace accept to be easily bullied. And when you allow yourself to be easily bullied, nobody will ever enter your vision. They came, the sons of men, came amongst them. Noah did nothing. They took their wives, got children. Look at verse 3. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his days are blah, blah, blah. Verse 4 says, They were giants on the earth in those days, and after all the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore to them children. Those who are the mighty men, who are men, who are of old, men of renown. That mighty men, keep going. Now, there, then the Lord saw the wickedness of, of the earth was great, and every intent of the thought of the earth was was evil continually. Verse 6 says, And the Lord was sorry that he had made man, and he was grieved in his heart. Verse 7 says, And the Lord said, I will destroy man in whom I have created from the face, both man and beast and thing, for I am sorry that I have made them. Verse 8 says, And Noah found grace. So you see, those men of old, who are men of might, who are men of renown, other versions say, and they are violent men, or they are bullies. Now, when, when the sons of God came upon the daughters of men, Noah did nothing and they came together and took them, they did nothing. When they get, What came out of that union was something that began to now create a, an evil, wicked system. And you can't operate in grace and the grace that is upon your life if you allow yourself for people to come and take your beautiful ones. Okay. okay. Eh? Because you think, and and, and you just allow for people to come and walk over your beautiful ones and walk over this and walk over this. Because what they will do, they will begin to plant an evil intent against you. And now when you begin to operate in the vision of God, because of the evil that is in people, nobody will believe you. I, who here would want to die after you have heard that death is coming? Eh? Hello. And so as as a person who wants to be a strong, successful man, you have to make up your mind, I will not allow myself to be bullied. I will not allow people to get the confidence of thinking they will bully us and we keep quiet. They will bully us and we do nothing. They will bully us and we don't do. They will just bully us. Some of these politicians that you hear at Yako on his fourth term, it's not because they are popular. <laughs> Try vying. Sema wewe ni kama bwana usimame. That is why now Jesus came, comes and says, when, when my time comes, it shall be like the days of Noah. People will be so diverted from the things of God, given in marriage, drinking, why? Because people's hearts will have been moved away by this bullying, yeah? By this bullying, Yeah? And that's why I told you if I walked into a club and I started saying, Well, the ones who are drinking will beat me, then call the guys who are outside to beat me because those who drink don't want to be bullied. Have you ever met a Christian who was backslidden? kama wapi. Christians, stop judging us. You also sin like us. And and because because we are inferior in ourselves. We allow them to bully us to make you feel like because you don't roll like them, you're not going anywhere. But the truth of the matter is this. David said, when I went to the house of the Lord and I saw the future of the wicked, then I understood. Then I understood. Then I understood. So when you see people doing things, it's because their understanding is that they have no future. But you in the future, you have already known there is no future in those things. I can tell you free of charge. When we grew up, I can show you that when we grew up, there are people who just girls, just drinking, just what? Right now, if you put us in a straight line here, none of them has something to show for the number of girls they slept with or the number of drinks they drank. Because of sleeping with women, I was promoted to PW, PWCMD. Nothing. And so I made up my mind early, I'm not going to spend my life chasing those things. And for a time oboho, oboho nulem sametokaocha, na uche yatoka kwake. When people would go and say Ebay the de Pale kuna four women and we are three men, they would choose the the beautiful ones and then they say, Ula nakaka we siwangele shangeule, diasiara <laughs> <laughs> kicheao. But I can tell you free of charge. Nobody has ever come and said because of the number of women I've taken for coffee, look at the life I've built. All of them now they look and they say, oh God, I I can tell you it is not God such as I have with God they to offer. Because God is for all of us. But our choices limit his involvement in our lives. As a man, accept to be lonely. Why? You're broke. These women are lying to you. Oh, when are you free? We have coffee. If they're buying, let them come. We cannot be... Bunia is a pastor. I'm trying to be one. And he'll tell you, we have a project. The women come and give offerings. The heavens open over them. When we say we need people for 500 shillings, 20 bob. Where when I, If I trace your life I can see There is a serpentine deceptive spirit That is lying to you You are a provider Yet the image of God has been killed within you So when it comes to such as I have You don't have Eh? Are we together? Are we together? So when people allow you to, when you allow yourself to be consistently bullied and bullied and bullied, it doesn't matter how much grace is in your life. Try running for... Try running. Which, which seat do you think... Try even to MCA, try running. You will spend more of your time running. Because those people know you don't sit on a seat without somebody trying to make an attempt for what you're having. Okay. That was off the cuff. So these are the lessons. Are we together? Dominion is a function of the spirit structuring the soul. Directing the soul. You see, your soul needs directing. Yeah? Secondly, the soul without the spirit is formless. The soul without the spirit is formless. Now, reality is nature abhors a vacuum hello that's reality now i want i want to just show you some things because you have to know there are you know what we call reality? Reality is anything that occupies time and space. That's what you call real. Yeah? Yeah? Cindy? So, there are what we call formless is not is not the actual reality. It is the absent reality. I know Mnuyo today will enjoy the service. It seems like we are talking Mnuyo And I told you go to school, put up with this. In Genesis chapter 1, verse number 1, the Bible says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and that is the first form of reality. What God creates, that's the first reality. Then the earth was without form. That's conditioned reality. And darkness filled the surface of the earth. So there is what God creates and there is the condition that what God has created finds itself in. Now, the condition... The earth is, is not the condition that God created. Eh? Like your life is not the way God designed it, but your conditions and conditioning has now created another reality. Life is hard. That's the reality. Life is hard. Well, what were you talking about here, Bana? So what we are seeing here about the earth is not the created reality of the earth. Because if you get to Genesis 1.1, 1, 1, it is clear God created the heavens and the earth. So unless we are saying that the earth slipped out of God's hands when he was creating and it became formless. He created them in the beginning and you see, it is a full stop to tell you that heavens and the earth, were comp- they were created at the same time, with the same standard, with the same completeness. yeah. And it is a full stop to tell you the next statement is a new reality. So the reality of God is that this is what I have created. But now the earth is in a formless state. And the earth, verse 2 says, and the earth... somewhere and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters so that is another reality hello now now, this is what happens to many believers the spirit of God is moving upon us the spirit of God is in the church but we are formless we have been we have conditioned ourselves to have the spirit without form we have conditioned ourselves to have the spirit without light. We have even conditioned ourselves to have the spirit and chaos. You know I am this. You know I am this. Because this reality, the spirit of God is still there. But the spirit of God, that is not the reality that was there in the beginning. Am I talking to somebody here? Women, you are not what you have become. That was not the Actual reality, and so what happens here is that now God begins to ask yourself, Do you want the actual reality or the absent reality? Because in this state, something is absent. I said, In this state, something is absent, it can be a permanent reality for somebody's life, but something is absent. Come on, somebody. And so, in your life, it is not that you are looking for something, but something is absent because you cannot have the spirit and darkness at the same time. Something somewhere has reconditioned realities for you. Hello? To compare notes, what God says to you. Where to God? God has told me my season in the church is over. Now, how come he has not told you a season at that place? Come on. So, what you are seeing here is the earth independent of its creator, but the spirit is still moving in this place. And then, verse three, we see again the the creator coming back and reintroducing himself and says, let there be light. So here, we are seeing three things, and I'll, I'll try to break it down so that it becomes easier for you. So, you see, the first reality and the basic reality for many of us is that reality is what occupies time and space. And for many of us, what occupies your time and space defines your reality. Now, the first form of reality is the reality of the Scene. Scene. Now, for some of us, like this speaker, it is there. It is reality. It is occupying time. It is occupying space. At this current time, it is there. It wasn't made there. It wasn't created there, but it is there. Something brought it there. Somebody brought it there, or it landed there, but it is there. So, the first reality is the seen reality. But you have to know that the seen reality is not the permanent reality. Eh? Hello? It is not the permanent reality. hello now the second reality is the perceived reality okay. now that is now the thought the emotion process that a thing has in your life or life has in your life now that is also another layer of reality hello now, many mountains and many impossibilities are made from the perceived and the seen. Hello? And that perceived reality is the sole reality, is the, is the world of I think, I see, I think, I see. And that's, that's, we're not saying it's not significant. But I want to tell you for free, it's not the ultimate reality. Hello? Now thirdly there is the conceived reality Now the conceived reality does not operate through the seen does not operate through the perceived it bypasses the seen and bypasses the perceived and it gets into the person of the spirit. And by getting into the person of the spirit, it now becomes the conceived reality. Now, I'm taking you somewhere. Now, get me Genesis 1. Let's get back here. Oh, God, God, talk to me. You. Wewe. Where, Wewe. I feel it. Wewe. Suunyamaze. Okay, get those things from here. Free. Get them from here. Get them. See, get those things from there. Hey, hey, hey. Get them from there. Because they are there, but get them. Now, In the beginning, God created, God conceived the earth and the heavens. Because a creation is an outward expression of an inward working. So, we see here that when God wants to create, he did not have material. He did not have odongo. soil. He did not have odongo. He not have odongo. He did not have those things. But for God, his reality does not start where things start. For God, his reality starts in himself. And you're talking about the spirit of righteousness. His reality, God's reality does not begin where the earth begins and the heavens begin. Man's reality begins after the earth and after the heavens. But God's reality was before the earth and before the heavens. So the first reality that was the actual reality was the conceived reality. Hello? Then God said, let there be light. Not things, light. Light is a perceptual thing. Yeah? If you ever give birth to children, the first thing they do is try to check their eye. Are they responding to the light? Light speaks of order, light speaks of change. So the second reality that was absent there is that now the earth had now taken, when you looked at the earth, without the light. Yeah? When you looked at the earth without the light, it was dark, it was formless, it was void. Because unless there is that element of perceptual development, things remain the way they are. But what is perceived must align with what is conceived. Hello? Then it goes and say now the earth. So when God is trying to say let there be light, it is not that atipenye yuko, haoni. Ti eh. Because in God, the raw material is himself. And for God, the raw material is his spirit. Huh? As long as his spirit is within a person, the raw material for everything he wants to make real is there. Am I talking to somebody here? Now, in the book of Luke, chapter number... 1 or chapter 2 says, The angel is sent to a virgin called Mary who has no baby. And the angel says, Thou hast found favor, for you shall be a carrier of the son. He says, How shall this be? I don't know a man. Because my perception tells me this only happens when there is a man. But do you know when God speaks, sometimes he does not need to take the path of convention. It says in the book of Luke chapter 1 that when the angel was sent to Mary, Mary was a virgin, she was doing her own things and says, Oh Mary, blessed art thou who have found favor in the sight of God and you shall be the mother of la la la. And Mary does not say, oh yes, oh wow, wow. He says, how have I found favor? Mary wasn't looking for favor. Fever found her. Verse 31 says, And behold, what will happen? You will conceive and bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Now listen to this, verse 32. It says, He will be great. He will be called the son of the highest, and the Lord will give him the throne of his father. So we are seeing that the greatness... And the height of a person is carried in what a person has conceived, not perceived. Wow. Yeah. Hello? Hello? We are going somewhere. I'm just about done. Verse 33. Mary asks the important question. And he will reign over the house of Jacob, and his kingdom will be there, and there will be no end. Then Mary asks, then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? sister I don't know a man. Because whatever you have said can work. But now there is another factor on this side, perception. How will this be? I don't know a man. The angel goes back and says, where there is no man, where there is no... These conceptions happen when the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you and the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. So why are we talking about the Holy Spirit? And why are we liking and, com- and bringing the subject of the Holy Spirit to a person? Is to let you know that there is a Son of God in you. And that Son of God carries your greatness. That Son of God, that component of royalty and sonship that comes from God is already in you. But it cannot be activated outside of the Holy Spirit. It can only be activated under the agencies of the Holy Spirit. So when you allow the Holy Spirit to start leading your life and to settle in your life, what happens now is that you begin to conceive that which is from God and what you conceive will become the highest. And that is why it becomes important for you to accept the ministry and the mission of the Holy Spirit to the believer because the Holy Spirit was not given so that you pray. Because you can pray without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was not given so that you come to church. You can come to church without the coming of the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit was given so that you can conceive from God. I say you can conceive from God. And by conceiving from God, now you begin to be ahead of those who are perceiving fast before they operate. Because once you conceive from God, that which comes within you becomes the son of God. Now, if you're operating a business, an idea, the reason why it is struggling is because it's not the highest. It's the average. Everything you're doing is average. Why? You're borrowing from Tom Collins. You're borrowing from, your perceiving then doing. Perceiving then doing. But if you stayed with the Holy Spirit, he will give you something in you. That something that will give you no eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered into the heart of a man, the things that I have prepared for you, but those things he shall reveal to you, not because of your intellect, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. I said by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that is why you have no excuse why you are failing. You have no excuse why you are weak. It is because you are still operating between the seen and the perceived. Ah, this one is hard. This one is easy. This one is possible. This one is impossible. But in the midst of all those things, there is another reality. It is a spiritual reality that only comes to those who are ready to conceive. Now, once you have conceived it, you can never be poor. Ah! I say you can never be poor. Because everywhere you go, there are things God has prepared there. Everywhere you go, there are things God has placed there. Everywhere you are, there are things God has planted there. You are not waiting for commendation, recommendation, application. There is a spirit that is bringing the conceptions of God in your life. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. I need to close. And so, in Genesis, in Exodus 33, in Exodus 33, I want to close here because I want us to to pray and respond to some instructions here. Moses says, in verse 13, Exodus 33 verse 13 If I found grace in your sight, show me a way that I may know the way that I may find grace in your sight and consider this nation is your people. And he said my presence will go with you and I'll give you rest. Now God is telling Moses my presence will go with you and I'll give you rest. Now listen to you. This is you. If your presence does not go with me, don't take us away from this place. Then you write a song. The idea of going was not your idea. The idea of success was not your idea. The idea of prosperity was not your idea. But the moment God brings his idea, your perception begins to create a reality should that idea not come to pass. Ah. You know, many of you think you want to be rich, now you're begging God. No, that no, you're struggling. You have never thought it is God's idea. First of all, I should be rich. Actually, he's wondering how long will it take me to discover it is His idea. But you, you think I can find? Because you actually think you are being rich is to impress God. He doesn't get impressed by cheap gold that is being mined here in Kolomani. His reality is not that. His image in you, he says very clearly. Hey, Pastor Charles, I'll go with you. If your presence does not go with me, Jesus comes to his disciples. You see, Jesus did not give his disciples. Smasher, Masharia. Come forward, receive power and authority, cast out demons. Karotigia, after three years of discipleship program, receive your power and authority over demons. Enos Gashusha Maderi, thank you very much. After three years of ministry, receive power and authority over demons. Zach Alberto receive power and authority over demons. He wasn't giving them badges. And that is why many people miss God. Because when God speaks, you have become that reality. I said, when God speaks, you have become that reality. When God says, I've given you power and authority, you don't go back saying, oh Father, I want power and authority. He's wondering, what did I just say? What did I just say? What did I just say? Because the moment I said, receive power and authority, you became power and authority. I said, you became power and authority. So how do I know if I have power and authority? Just go near a demon and say, come out! And suddenly you will discover, it is there! It is there! It is there! there. You have become that created reality. You didn't have power, he spoke it and you became it. Come on somebody, come on somebody, this is not you. I said, this is not when God says I want you to prosper, He's not giving you a suggestion. He has already prospered you. So get up and go to work and stop whining and stop complaining. And he shall make all your ways to be prosperous. Huh? Oh, he says in Ephesians chapter number one I have already blessed you with all Spiritual blessings in heavenly places So the question is not whether you will leave the altar well, die, But the church at some point as long as tuzime hapa hapa those are antiques. The reality is that God is not looking at whether Uta to he is now waiting for you to wake up and begin to be aware there is a spirit upon me, and that spirit dictates I am blessed. That spirit dictates that I am above a curse. That spirit dictates I cannot fail. It is not me. It is the spirit upon me. It has dictated for me. I am not the things that life is saying. He says, I'll put you there. And then he says, oh man, sit down before we get. So this is us. I, I, you will not go. I will give you favor. I will go with you. My presence, yes. Sometimes I want to die and go to heaven and listen to your prayers too. to check. To a Check. What are you praying? What what is that? What is that you are doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? He says that, and then he says, He's trying to tell Moses, let it be known. Moses is trying to be poetic. Then verse 18, he pushes it further. He says, then God, show me your glory. Eh? He says, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. This is you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I'll have compassion. And then he says, you cannot see my face for no man shall see me and leave. Verse 21, and that is what righteousness is. Righteousness is not you looking for a seat. God says, here is a place by me and you shall stand on a rock. When you stand on that place, when you stand on that place of righteousness, you are not trying to grab goodness. I will make goodness. People treat you like trash, but goodness was going to Zach. But Zach, he makes goodness. Everywhere you are, you magnetize goodness because God says, I will make you stand besides me. Not besides a good place. Oh, you thought he was a good man. Look at your eye right now. He punched you. Because you looked for the man. You never looked for the spirit and a place besides him. Come on. Huh? Come on. Hello? Hello? I will make him stand before you. And that's why when Pastor Muni is calling for prayers, if there is a service you cannot afford to miss, it's not preaching conference, it's prayer service. Because that is the time you are awakening the reality that you have been created for. That is the only way how do you think you awaken it? Jesus never prayed for things. He prayed for heightened awareness of his reality that I am the son of God, that I am the son of God. That that is the only reality Jesus. Father, I know that you always hear me, but so that they may know, let it be. I've said this prayer. He said the issue of Lazarus was not a prayer issue, it was so that they may know that I you have sent me. It was not a prayer issue for Lazarus, but for these people to know. So, so I have prayed this prayer. Thank you. If Jesus can multiply bread and fish, he's not special. He's a man. God and spirit in a man. You too can multiply where you are. But your reality cannot be seen because everything that is seen is temporary. And every one of us, you're making decisions on temporary things. And some of us are making decisions on perceived things. And the way you perceive things is affecting the nature that God has given you to reign over things because you have created a reality for yourself that has become a prison for you. And that is why you must resist. You must resist the carnal mind. You must resist the carnal mind. You must resist being led by your carnal mind. You must resist your carnal friends. You see, in our family, I'm also a pastor. Mimi, the good thing about Mimi, even in my circle of friends, I'm the chairman. Unfortunately. Why am I the chairman? Because I am ready to die for what I'm believing. I will never sell out for God because I want to please a person. And that's why I don't need a position to be well really odendo I am well really odendo The position only enables me to be able to meet other people. But do you think, if I was not a pastor, work? Aye. Aye. So if I was not a pastor, this information is useless. This information would have made me go left. And when I go left, a good God-conceived idea will find me there. And two, three months down the line, you answer to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I read a verse, and I love that verse because it has taught me over the years. I never fight with my friends. I never quarrel with my friends because... Once you're quarreling, it just means you have lost authority. So if we need to quarrel, I'm trying to gain authority over somebody I don't have. So why should I want to gain? It's like me trying to, to, to outswim a fish. I don't have the skill set for that. So I don't quarrel. And, and that is why Matthew chapter 12, it says, I will put my spirit upon my servant and he shall not quarrel. Period. When you see two people quarreling, it is a spiritual absence. Actually, sometimes small people quarrel because they have the attention of senior people. Eh? Two weeks ago, the two leading presidential candidates met at a hotel and they shook hands. And whenever they meet, they take take pictures. We take pictures of them, and you are surprised that when they meet, they shake hands. You with your blood. Facebook, And their children don't even abuse one another. Matthew chapter 12, I believe, it says, 12 for 13, it says, And he shall not quarrel, because nothing corrupts the spirit of faith. Because that, you see, my servant have chosen, my soul is well pleased in him, I will put my spirit upon him and he will declare justice and he will not quarrel nor cry out nor will anyone hear his voice because it says when the soulish life takes over, quarrels begin. And so when I learned that, when I learned that, when my soul wants to take over, it creates quarrels. The day utaskia Charles a child yen See, kimyaka, we, kimadaraka. Does Charles have opinions? Yes, bad ones. Yenda na shida. The day unasikia, tunakuorolo na muniu, yenda na shida. It is to our advantage we understand the spirit of the house is greater than the opinion of a man. Oh, well, we are being brainwashed. We Ulifanya Ulifanya? typewriting. Do we need to brainwash that? When people begin to quarrel, we kill the spirit of God. And the souls, and, and when your soul is used to that, you will never go far. I've always told Akina, I've told Gaba. I've told Muniu, I've told Lao, even myself, even myself, whenever I don't Follow the voice of this leading of the spirit. He even punishes me. One time, uh, oh, this is for offline. This is for offline. Okay. Sorry, guys, we have to send you away. You know, most of my haters watch our programs more than my lovers until I want to be loved by my haters because if there is anybody who watches me more, are the people who, who, are, who are hoping I'm failing. So, actually, come, I'm feeling so that one you room here. Yeah. You who love me, when kwa sit Todd. Eh, well, I mean, I'm team Todd. I'm team Todd. Yeah, where the huko. But, but the people who are going to come and talk about the people the way, I've noticed one presidential candidate is called a thief and another one is called a mganga and they are the top leading opinion polls. One is called a bishop, the other is called babangi. The Mabangi one is number three. So may notice the bad ones are the good ones. So mimi sina pressure ya bishop candidate ni mwana moja anaitua mabangi. Ama? Moja muna mita muizi, mingine muna mita mganga. Na kwa opinion polls, wanaongoza. The clean one Atamu mjui Gina. Atamu mjui running mate. Saati mini kusiku nasafisha na yangu. Na munataka mtu wa mabangi, muizi, mganga. Ah, pia mina kwa moja wa tatu. Ijiondole hizo mizigo. Yes. Oh, I'll spoil your name. Aye. What name? We didn't have names. My name was Park. I pray you aspire for this. I said I pray you aspire for this. Your spirit will begin to create realities for you. Everything you are seeing in your life is at the mercy of the deposit of the spirit within you. But once you start quarreling, you take the fire from the spirit. And so now you have spirit but no form. And once you're there, you are done. You are done. You are done. Amen. Amen. Those of you are joining us online, that's all the time we have. And we want to endeavor that every time we bring ministry to you, that you don't just become a hearer but a doer of whatever word has been spoken to you. The Holy Spirit is a person and his person can be that you are to be a reflector of the image and the likeness of God. That where you are, and I like to put it like this, that where God's image is, people will like God there. I should live a life that when people see me, they like God. I should not live a life that when people see me, they like girls, they like money, they like sex, they like alcohol, they like weed. People should see me and like God. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Hello? I always tell people, when your friends are in trouble, what do they call you for? I pray that when you shall be, as you're watching us online, that when people shall be with you, they shall see how God has brought you. You shall not be petty, you shall not be simplistic, you shall not be chaotic, you shall not be quarrelsome. But wherever you are, Where you stand, everywhere you are, God has prepared something for you. And the more spiritual you are, the more the prepared things come to surface. And so I want to pray that during this time for the next couple of months, you're going to be looking at the person, the presence, and the power of the Holy Spirit with the intention of bringing you to the place of understanding that the Spirit of God was not given for entertainment. He was given to make believers be able to materialize all that God has put upon them. So I want to pray for the blessing of the Lord upon you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon you. The pay bill number is there, 20302. And I want to release you under the age of the Holy Spirit, that as he covers you and overshadows you, that today you will get the conceptions of God in your life. So go ahead and give in the spirit of excellence. Go ahead and tithe in the spirit of excellence. Go ahead and participate in the spirit of excellence as the spirit has spoken to you, as the spirit has come upon you. Go ahead and partner and make sure that you become a partner with God in everything that he does in Jesus' name. God bless you. Give a hand to the online church as they're signing out. Amen. Amen. Amen.